the f- hey guys welcome to what the 40 podcast a raw and real conversation about all the things you thought you were prepared for as 40 approaches i'm your host b harrison and thank you guys so much for tuning in this week if you have not already done so please make sure you subscribe. Um, That way you can get the alert when a new episode comes out and rate and review because I want to look good so people can come check me out. And uh, more importantly, if you're enjoying the podcast, make sure to share with your peeps so that we can keep the conversation going amongst us midlifers. All right. So now all that's out the way. I hope everybody had a wonderful weekend slash week. I honestly did. I was in New Orleans. Like I stated last week, I was going to go to the Treme Fall Fest. I was supposed to go to the Beignet Fest, but um, when we got to the Treme Fall Fest, there was like so much food and so much other stuff there that we were like, let's just stay here and save our little Uber money. So that's what we did. Um, New Orleans has so much culture to it. Like I really want to do an entire episode on just my love for the city but I feel like I'm not going to do it any justice so maybe one of these days I'll get up the nerve to put out an episode about it but in the meantime we did have a really good time two things me and my husband enjoy doing that's eating food and um, watching people while we're drunk and we had a lot of that to do when we were there Um, we did a three-hour walking tour if you guys are interested in knowing or you're going to New Orleans and you want to know what tour we went just let me know um, and I will give you the information Um, But yeah, we did a three hour walking food tour. We went to five different restaurants um, and we had, I wouldn't say full size portions, but they were like almost full size portions of the food that they served there. So we had like red beans and rice. We had a roast beef po' boy. We had a muffalata, which is a sandwich if no one knows what that is. We had um, crawfish mac and cheese and then we also went to a candy shop where we got to eat a praline um yes praline is the proper way to pronounce it if you don't want to be embarrassed by someone who's from new orleans it's not praline and it's not pecan this is what she told us when we were on the tour so now i gotta say pecan and now i gotta say praline because that's just what i need to do but yeah so we actually had a really good time we needed that time away we have not been anywhere since March uh, because we were waiting for my granddaughter's arrival and I just didn't want to leave town with my daughter pregnant like that Um, so we needed this this time to ourselves Uh, we stayed at a really cute boutique hotel called Hotel St. Pierre when we got there our room got upgraded from a queen size to a king size so all was good there I was trying to convince my husband that the room was haunted Um, He didn't want to hear that, but the bed kept shaking at night. And um, I don't know if it was me shaking my leg, him shaking his leg, but someone was shaking that goddamn bed. So yeah, um, about that. We ain't even going to get into that right now. I'm not going to get all spiritual on y'all and what I believe in, what I don't believe in, but some shook the goddamn bed, but bro was like, nah, you're tripping. So I guess I was like, well, I guess I'm just tripping. But anyway, we had a really, really, really good time. Like I stated before. Unfortunately, I had to come home to some drama with my family, which I don't want to disclose right now, but you know, it's all good. Just keep me and my sanity in your prayers if you guys can. Um, what we're going to do right now, go ahead and pay a bill and we'll be right back. It is now time for the WTF 
what the fuck moment of the week. So this is a personal one. I'm not going to get into celebrity crap or whatever's going on in the news because I'm pretty sure y'all seen enough of that bullshit and don't want to hear about it anyway. So this is a personal one. So like I stated before, we just went to New Orleans. We flew Soul Plane, a.k.a. Spirit Airlines, which, by the way, I have no problems flying Spirit um, and their little ass seats and their baggage fees and all of that because the fare is pretty low and I will fly them to a place that's relatively close. As long as it's not a, a flight over four hours, I'll fly Spirit. But anyway, I digress. Back to what I was saying. So we get on the plane. We're already pissed because we checked in. We didn't get the window seats. I'm like, Lord, please don't let this be a full flight, right? Get on the plane, get to our row. (sighs) Is somebody sitting in the window seat. So I automatically got to take the middle seat because my husband's like, I'm not getting my ass in the middle seat. Got me fucked up. So I'm in the middle seat. And before we actually sat down, the dude that was sitting over there, I won't state race, color, creed, sexual preference, whatever. I won't state that. I'll just keep it politically correct right now. But he coughed without covering his mouth. (sighs) I have a pet peeve about that, right? I'm new to this whole travel thing. As I progress in my travels and things of that nature, I listen to more podcasts about traveling and they always say, you know what, you need to put a mask on because recycled air, airplane, you can get sick, all it takes is one cough, blah, blah, blah. So, and I always forget, but yeah, back to what I was saying, he coughs. So of course I give him the, I know you motherfucking didn't look, right? He looks back at me. All right, we, we make an eye contact now. So I'm looking at him like, all right, that's not cool, but I pay for the seat, so I got to sit next to you. I sit down. This dude moves closer to the window, right? Like, he didn't want me to touch him. Like, you're not just sitting here coughing tuberculosis into the air anyways. You got a problem with me sitting next to you. Okay, buddy, whatever. <sighs> On the way back, same thing. This time, it wasn't in the row I was sitting in. It was as we were getting on the plane. I swear for God, swear for God, as my mama would say, that every person we walked past was coughing without their goddamn mouth being covered. What the fuck? Are you guys seeing what I'm seeing? We're in a small, like, area. It's an airplane. Like, it's recycled air. Like, what the fuck are you doing? What Cover your goddamn mouth. All right, I'm glad I was able to vent to you guys. That's my mother, what the, the, that's my, (laughs) see, I can't even talk because I'm focusing on these motherfuckers coughing. I got to make a doctor's appointment now. That's my what the fuck moment of the week. Cover your goddamn mouth when you cough and everyone will be happy. In addition to that, if you see me walking through the airport with a mask on, mind your business. I don't have a disease. I'm protecting myself from your nasty ass. On with the show, people. So this week I want to talk about, um, our bodies. I want to talk about how we're not getting any younger and how we're more susceptible to diseases based on how we treated our bodies in our twenties or teenage twenties and thirties, you know, or now we're hitting 40 and certain things are happening. So I know that we always be like, 
oh, you know, you hit 40, get out the bed, your knees hurting and shit like that. Like, that shit's real. That's real shit. Like, I swear, I feel like as soon as actually, as soon as I hit 35, uh, a bitch was aching all over the place. Um, But here recently, the, the new development is I can't wear heels um, because my feet hurt and they swell up pretty quickly. Um, so yeah, it's just a lot. I can go into all kinds of ailments and things like that, that come upon us as we get older, but I'm going to talk about a specific one that I'm personally struggling with and that is diabetes. Okay. Um, so just a little bit of history on what exactly diabetes is. Let's get all the, the textbook shit and then I'll tell my story. So diabetes is a condition where the body does not properly process food for use as energy. Most of the food we eat is turned into glucose or sugar for our bodies to use for energy. The pancreas, which is an organ that lies near the stomach, makes a hormone called insulin to help glucose get into the cells of our body. When you have diabetes, your body either doesn't make enough insulin or it can't use its own insulin as well as it should. This causes sugars to build up in your blood. This is why many people refer to diabetes as sugar, hence the name of this episode, Mama I got the sugars. Diabetes can be serious, serious health complications, including heart disease, blindness, kidney failure, and lower extremity amputations. Diabetes is the seventh leading cause of death in the United States. That's deep. I'm pretty sure cancer is number one. Type two diabetes, which is what I'm going to talk about, was previously called non-insulin dependent diabetes or adult onset diabetes. Type 2 diabetes may account for about 90% to 95% of all diagnosed cases of diabetes. Risk risk factors for type 2 diabetes include older age, obesity, family history of diabetes, prior history, history of gestational diabetes, impaired glucose tolerance, physical inactivity, and race and ethnicity. African Americans, Hispanic, Latino Americans, American Indians, and some Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders are at particularly higher risk for type 2 diabetes. Obesity is associated with higher risk. Women who have had gestational diabetes are at increased risk for later developing type 2 diabetes. So here's where it gets interesting because I'm going to go off of something the CDC says. And you know the CDC loves to put different types of diseases on African-American people. Blacks are 1.7 times as likely to develop diabetes as whites. The prevalence of diabetes among blacks have quadrupled during the past 30 years. Death rate for blacks with diabetes are 20%, excuse me, 27% higher than for whites. Among blacks age 20 and older, about 2.3 million, 2.3 million, y'all heard that right, have diabetes. And lastly, in 2015, the average age for diabetes diagnosis was age 45 through 64. So I want to talk about that specifically because I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. Um, The first time I heard the word diabetes, I was a little girl. I specifically remember my aunt coming home and saying, oh, my doctor gave me diabetes. And I didn't know what the hell she was talking about. I'm like, what is diabetes? Is it like a drug? Like, what is it? I don't, I don't understand why they would give it to you. Why, why would you, why would you take it? Like what what's going on here? That was my thought. Um, and then later on that day, she proceeded to make a sweet potato pie, which I ate. I ain't going to lie. You know, I, I like food. We already established that. No judgment. Right. Okay. 
Um, so that's the first time I heard about diabetes. And then my mother was diagnosed. My mother then became insulin dependent. And I'm just kind of jumping down a timeline here, guys. Um, my mother became insulin dependent. And then she decides, you know what, I'm not going to keep injecting myself with this fake shit. So she lost a lot of weight, got off of her insulin, cold turkey, stopped taking her medication and was doing good. And then eventually ended up eating bad again and getting back, becoming insulin dependent. And now it's a little bit worse than what it was when she was first diagnosed. I was originally diagnosed with gestational diabetes with junior, who's my fourth child and my last. Um, I took very good care of myself when I was pregnant with him. Um, I monitored my blood sugars. You know, I didn't eat candy. I did what I was supposed to do and everything was fine. It was when I actually gave birth to him that I went back to eating the way that I was accustomed to eating, which is soul food. And that's, I think that has a lot to do with why they feel that people of color. And again, people, I can only speak from a person of color standpoint when I talk about this, because I am a person of color currently living with this ailment. Um, but I think that a lot of it equates back to the type of eating we do. We consume a lot of carbs, you guys, it's, it's just no brainer. We do consume a shit ton of carbs, which that breaks down to sugar. So debunking the myth of if you eat a lot of sugar or you eat a lot of sweets or cakes and pies and candy and shit like that, that's what causes diabetes. That's absolutely not true. You can be a savory person and consuming two to three bags of chips a day and your pancreas will not produce that insulin the way it is because of those carbohydrates. Um, so don't feel like it is just based on the fact that you're eating sweet or not eating sweets all the time. It's so much more to it. I encourage everyone to um, talk with their doctor, especially if you have a family history of diabetes, grandmother, mother, aunts, uncles. If it runs in your family, you want to talk to your doctor just to let them know. Make sure you're on the right path. Make sure you're getting your annual exams um, because we are not getting any younger. Our bodies are getting older and it is going to just pretty much go downhill if you don't get a grasp on it right away. So anyways, my story, my diabetes story. So um, when I first moved to Las Vegas, I said in a previous episode that I was very stressed. Uh, I was depressed. I had no family here and I comforted myself with food. And I'm talking about just bread you know, yeah, the cakes, the pies, but I was, I'm a savory person. I'm not really big on sweets unless it's that time of month, if anyone cares, but, um, I'm a savory person. So I was consuming a lot of pretzels, chips, sandwiches, you know, shit like that, that has a ton of carbs in it. Right. So, um, when we first moved to Las Vegas, I had already, you know, gained weight. I'm, I've been relatively small my entire life, but of course, popping out a couple of kids, I would say Caleb, Caleb's my third baby. And he is where my, where the majority of my weight gain came from. Um, so I was small after Jocelyn and Wesley, which is my oldest two got pregnant with Caleb, gained some weight and I just couldn't get the weight off. So, and, and I would go back and forth. Like I was like teetering on obesity and not obese, obesity, not obese. But when junior came, junior said, fuck all that bitch. You finna be fat when I'm done with you. So that's what happened there. I had junior and it was just like, 
Yeah, you're not losing weight. So when we moved to Vegas, I was about 205 pounds. Um, like I stated before, my husband and I, we love food. We're both fairly fluffy people. I've posted pictures of him. Yes, we're both fluffy. We love each other. We love each other's fluffiness. We're comfortable in our fluffiness. That's totally fine. Um, but where the issue came into play is that neither one of us was holding each other accountable for what we were eating and so on and so forth. So, um, I started getting bigger, um, because again, I was depending on food to make me happy. I was depressed. I wanted to eat everything. Plus I didn't have a job. So I have shit else to do. Then junior, when he wouldn't eat his food, I just became the automatic garbage disposal. So I went from about 205 pounds. We first moved to Vegas to a whopping 242. Yes. And that was in a four year span. Um, that is when I realized that some shit's got to change. I can't be this big because it's hurting my feet. Like it was hurting to walk. I literally have to get on the side of the bed every, or was having to get on the side of the bed every morning and sit there and like stretch out my feet, stretch my body out before I stood up because that's how much, how heavy I was on my body. And my body wasn't built to be that heavy. Like I said, I've been small all my life. Um, outside of when I had, you know, my kids or whatever. So my body wasn't built to carry this much weight. And the good thing about it is I'm five, eight and a half. So I would always get the compliments. Oh, you don't look like you're that heavy. And I had height on my side, unfortunately. So that, that was a good thing, but it was also a bad thing. Cause I didn't appear to be as big as I was, but in the fact that I didn't appear to be as big as I was, I was in denial. Um, so anyway, let me, I'm kind of jumping all over the place. So let me just like back up here. So, um, yeah, so we get here, I gained the 242 pounds. Um, I went to the doctor when I, when I started working and I got diagnosed with hypertension, AKA high, high blood pressure, um, as well as the diabetes. I was placed on a medication called metformin, uh, and another medication for the hypertension called Losartan. Um, I don't like taking medicine. I don't even like taking Tylenol. I'm just not a big medication person. I'd rather for my body to do what it does to try to get rid of whatever's in there and whatever's going on. So having to take these medications, it actually, it fucked me up mentally again. So here we are back at square one, depressed, taking medicine. What do I do? Depend on food again. Um, and from there I started, cause when I went to the doctor, mm, Okay, again, I'm jumping all over the place. I'm trying to get my timeline right. When I went to the doctor initially and I got diagnosed, I hadn't hit 242 yet. So I was probably about 225, somewhere in that area. Um, but like I said, I was on the medication and stuff like that. So I ended up eating more because I was more depressed that I was on this medication. Um, and in addition to that, I'm losing my hair. My hair is falling out from the Losartan, which is the hypertension medication. And the metformin is tearing my stomach up. Like I'm literally, I work in a call center at this point, at this time. And I'm getting yelled at because I stay off the phone in the bathroom because I have the bubble guts. Like it's from the medication. I don't know what to do. Like, you know, um, so I was like, you know what? I, I can't do this. I got to take a stand. So last year, um, around January, we took a trip to New Orleans, ironically. Um, I ate so good, so well. Um, and then 
couple of months later, took the kids to Disneyland. I ate good there. And then we went to Universal Studios. I ate good there. After the trip at Universal Studios is when I came back and I was like, bitch, you 242 pounds. What the fuck going on right here? Sigh. Like literally sighing to myself. Like, what the hell is happening? Like you are letting food consume you. So that's when I decided I was going to take that stand. I started going to the gym. I attempted to become vegan. That was a fail. Um, (laughs) Then I was like, okay, I'm just going to do like a low calorie diet. That didn't work out for me either. Like I was losing pounds here and there. It just didn't work. Going to the gym, that still didn't work. No one had broken down the fact that carbohydrates is what's fucking me up. So here I am thinking I'm going to eat this hummus and this pita, or instead of using, you know, just any fly by night bread for my sandwiches, I'm going to make sure it's whole wheat and all these grains and stuff like that. And that was fucking me up. That's the reason why I wasn't losing the weight. So I went to the doctor again and he's like, why don't you try keto? And I was like, okay, like I'm not good with restrictive diets like this, but we'll give it a try. Long story short, I tried keto for four months, I lost 40 pounds and I was good, like good, good. I'm going to post before and after pictures, um, for you guys to see. Um, but yeah, I was good. I had lost all that weight and I was fine. Child, you can tell me nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What they, what, what the little kids are saying now, period, poo. That's how I was. But, um, Like I said in a previous episode with my husband, we went through some shit last year. We literally had about six of our 10 toes in divorce court. Um, What did I do? I turned to food again. So here I am today stating to you guys that you cannot let food consume you. You got to get a hold of that shit if you're going through some stuff. Um being depressed. Um, even if you're not depressed and you like to eat, just do shit in moderation. You know, our bodies aren't, aren't going to get any younger. They're only going to get older from here. So what we have to do is we have to start watching what we do. Um, watch what you eat. You know what I'm saying? If you work in a building where there's two levels, walk the stairs to the bathroom downstairs. That's what I've been, been doing. Um, you know, like I said, watch what you eat, but also talk to your doctor, you know, go to the doctor, push a T said in, I don't even remember the song, but the, the lyrics say, ask Steve jobs, wealth don't buy you health. And that is so true. Like you have to go to the doctor. You can't just be like, oh, I'm, I got money. I'm good. Like, or whatever your thought process is. Oh, I'm not going to the doctor because I don't like doctors. Blah, blah. No, you have to go to the doctor. You have to get your blood work done annually. You have to take the time off of work. It's something I get on my husband about all the time because he will go to work with one of his eyeballs hanging out his head. But <laughs> you have to take that time to take care of yourself because our bodies are not getting any younger. I cannot stress that enough. Not to mention that 
new things are being introduced day by day. There are all these new immunizations, all this, all that, because new strands. And we, I can go a whole episode with my conspiracy theorist ass talking about how the government uh, produces these diseases and then forces us to get these immunizations, but I'm not going to go there. But just, uh, just know that new shit, like there's new strands of flu, there's new strands of pneumonia, meningitis, uh, Legionnaire's disease is on an outbreak right now. There's a lot of shit out there that if you're not taking care of yourself, you will become susceptible to those and possibly catch those diseases. So what am I saying here? Take your ass to the doctor, get your fucking blood work done, Watch what the fuck you eat. Get active. Even if you're not going to the gym, walk your ass around the block a couple of times. Okay? Especially, especially if you know that you fat than a motherfucker. I'm just being real. I'm not trying to like come at nobody right now. I'm just keeping it 100 and preaching to myself in the process. So get your shit together because you want to be around for as long as possible. And like I said before, our age, we're not getting any, any older or any younger. We're only getting older. Shit can only go downhill uh, if we're not taking care of ourselves. So ending on that note, um, make sure to follow me on all my social media. I will link all of my handles in the show notes as I do weekly. If you have a topic or something that you would like for me to discuss or a question you'd like for me to answer, I always say I'm not a goddamn therapist, but I'll try my best. But you can email that to me at wtforty.podcast at gmail.com. That will also be in the show notes as well. And um, you guys know what it is. Protect yourself at all times and don't let your midlife become a crisis. Bye guys.